0: Hello, I'm Chris Kreitcho, and this is the new Rust Station podcast, a show about learning the Rust programming language. This is Crates You Should Know. Clap. When I started building Lightning a few months ago, I knew that part of what I would need would be a really great command line interface, and that it would need to be robust enough to handle not just generating a site, but also rapidly creating posts and pages and so on. In my previous setup, using a tool called Pelican, I'd actually created a custom tool to do all of those things, and other site generators, like Jekyll for example, include that functionality. So, I went looking for my options. In Rust, you currently have three major options for handling command line arguments. First, you can just directly access the arguments handed to the process using the standard env args function, which hands you back an iterable struct of the arguments. Second, you can use a crate called DocOpt, which is a Rust implementation of the DocOpt command line interface language, which comes from Python. This was written by the same guy who built the Rust regular expression library regex and the ripgrep rust grep tool both of which are fantastic similarly docopt is a great tool and i might come back to it at some point in the future both for my own tools and also to talk about as a crate you should know third you can use clap a command line argument parser where the name is an acronym from the description c-l-a-p command line argument parser I don't recommend using the args directly, unless perhaps for a very small toy-type bit of code. Using DocOpt or Clap is a much better choice. Both of them give you help messages essentially for free once you've done the work of setting up the structure that defines the options. Both can also give you basic shell completion for Bash, and Clap can actually generate completions for ZShell, Fish, and PowerShell as well. You also get a lot of mileage out of using community-tested and community-embraced tools. I'm going to look today at CLAP, but one other qualification before I dive into that. I didn't pick CLAP because I think it's better than DocOpt, but simply because it was the one that meshed best with how I like to approach this problem, and therefore was the one I started using with Lightning. Again, they're both great tools. So let's talk about CLAP. The usage pattern is straightforward. You define a configuration that it should use, and then at runtime, wherever you have configured that struct and wherever you call the handy getMatches method, it parses the arguments passed to your program from that same standard env location. As noted, of course, that's normally something that is done just at startup, but if you wanted to do it later, you could. In any case, get matches takes the arguments and converts them into its own data structure, which you can then readily convert into whatever internal data structures you need for running your program. There are three major ways to configure CLAP. First, you can use a normal and quite elegant Rust API to build it directly in line. This is the tack I took initially with Lightning because it was the most familiar to me after having used Python's argparse library in the past. And in fact, in many ways, Clap feels like a spiritual successor to that library. So if you've used ArgParse and you like it, you'll appreciate Clap a lot, not least for the ways it improves on that earlier model. If you're configuring Clap in this mode, you get to use the builder pattern, which is a concept I may have mentioned before, but I now realize deserves its own full episode, so you can look forward to that coming sometime in the next few months. From a user's perspective, though, you just create an instance of the type by calling the new method on claps app struct, and then you can supply further calls on that same instance. And the methods are set up, this is the builder pattern, so that you can just chain the calls one after another. You don't have to set up any intermediate variables along the way. Other important methods on the app struct include things like arg to create an arg, subcommand to create a subcommand, version, author, about, and so on to set those options for the app. There are also arg and subcommand structs along with several other helper structs for things like errors, for example. Subcommand instances are actually just more app instances, but they're attached to a parent app, so they have all the same customizability and capabilities as the main app. Arg instances, meanwhile, let you specify the name and a short variant of the argument. They let you specify whether the argument is optional or required, whether it's positional. They let you specify help text for the argument. They even let you specify things like whether the argument is required unless some other condition is the case. Basically, they are as configurable as you could like. Notably, you can also group args using arg groups. Again, Listeners familiar with Python's argparse method will find all of this familiar, but done even a little better. The second way you can configure CLAP is by writing a YAML file, which specifies the various options and their relationships. The YAML file approach gives you a subset of the capabilities you have in the full library API. Mind, it's an extremely full featured subset. As I mentioned, I started off with the regular Rust API for building Lightning, but I ended up just switching over to the YAML version because it does everything I need. Note that the YAML version is behind a feature option in Cargo. That's another thing I'm pretty sure I haven't covered, but which should probably get its own episode at some point. In fact, I'll probably need to have a Cargo episode. In any case, I'll link both my lightning code and, more importantly, the example in the CLAP code base, which covers all the features that the YAML variant supports. It's nice. The third option is to use a macro supplied by the crate, clap app. That gives you a handy shorthand syntax, which sits somewhere between the YAML version and the library API version in terms of the ergonomics of using it. It's definitely briefer than the full API to use, and it looks closer to the kinds of things you'd write in the YAML form. But it will, by dint of being a macro, be much more difficult to see where you got things wrong if you mess up compared to the full library API. I should also add here that there are a bunch of other convenience macros you can use to get information about the crate at compile time, even in the standard API approach. Macros like crate authors, crate description, and crate name, which give you... Well, the crate, author's description, and name, respectively. The nice thing here is that those let you keep the name, description, and author fields of your help output from your program in sync with whatever is in your crate automatically. Don't repeat yourself and all that jazz. One other thing I want to say about clap, and you may have picked this up already from other things I've said. Its documentation is simply superb. The index of the automatically generated docs includes a lengthy example of how to use the library in each of the three ways mentioned above. There are also multiple examples of using the app in the examples directory in its repository, which I believe combine to cover literally every feature the library has. I had a question at one point about something I didn't perfectly understand from the regular documentation, so I went and looked, and exactly that case was covered by one of the examples. It solved my question perfectly and entirely. That was a fabulous experience, and I wish more libraries did it. It's a big inspiration for me, in fact. I won't be calling my own lightning project 1.0 until I have that same degree of coverage in its documentation. Beyond that, there are videos and even a work-in-progress online book on creating command-line applications using CLAP. I should say, when I say work-in-progress, I mean it. The site for that book itself describes the material as, quote, pre-alpha, unquote, and many of the chapters don't even exist yet. Still, there's a lot of great material here. This is an approach to be commended, and I hope you take it yourself if you're writing libraries. In short, CLAP is a fantastic utility library for building command line tools, and it's well worth your time to look into it if you have a command line tool to build. It's also very actively developed, and it's developed in the open on GitHub, so you can and should contribute if you find a gap that you need filled or a bug in the way it works. Thanks to Chris Palmer, Christopher Gifford, Matt Rudder, Ben Whitley, Peter Tillemans, Philip Keller, Stephen Morosky, Ray Flavine, and Vesa Kyla for sponsoring the show this month. You can see a full list of sponsors in the show notes. If you're interested in sponsoring the show, you can set up recurring contributions at patreon.com slash newrestation, or you can give a one-off contribution at any of a number of other services listed on the show website. Or if you're a company interested in advertising to developers, you can just email me. Along with links to those contribution methods, you can also find links to the docs repository and crate page for clap in the show notes at newrustation.com. You can follow the show on Twitter at newrustation, or you can follow me there at chriskrychow. If you enjoy the show, I would love it if you told somebody about it. You can also help people discover the show by rating it and reviewing it in iTunes, by recommending it in other podcast directories, or by sharing it around on whatever social media you may use. I'd also love to hear your feedback, along with suggestions for topics, interviewees, and so on. You can reach out in the threads for the episode on the Rust User Forum or Hacker News or Reddit. And in particular, I love getting email. So please do send me a note at hello at newruststation.com. Until next time, happy coding.